Hello. Hi. And welcome to the latest episode of The Peak and the Pit. I'm Jazz. I'm Kat. And that was a phone noise. Did no one hear it? Hello and welcome to Mental Health Awareness Week. We have a special week ahead for you guys. I know, Kat, I'm so excited. We've got some great people lined up for you. We really have, haven't we? Yeah, I think it's people that have stood out to us on social media, people that we maybe see as a safe place for people who might be suffering with poor mental health, somewhere they can go and and just chat and be themselves. Yeah. So we got in touch with them. Who have we got first? This is so exciting. So we have Ben West today. Ben West is a mental health advocate. He's amazing. You should go to his page and see what he's been doing. Ben is going to tell us his story of how he got into mental health awareness. And you'll just see how amazing this guy is. He really, truly is an inspiration, isn't he? he do you know what? He's very inspiring. That's, that yeah. is one word for him. I find that when I, I take myself to his Instagram, I feel like I'm part of a cause and that I've got to get behind things. He's so passionate about everything that he does. I mean, getting him on to chat with us today, especially on Mental Health Awareness Week, is an absolute privilege. It really is. So let's go and see what he's had to say. So hi, Ben. I'm glad you've joined us today. Hello. How are you? Thank you for having me on. It's lovely to meet you both. I'm good. I am very good. The sun's shining. Everything seems, everything's so much better. And when the sun's out, everything just seems better for me. Like I'm a bit of a, I'm definitely a summer person. And as soon as the sun's shining, you get outside. It's so much nicer. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I totally agree. So Ben, what is your peak in Pit of the Week? Okay. So my peak is, um, I became a plant dad this week. Oh. I know. Here they are. It's my, it's my little one there. I, oh. I got, so, yeah, so I got, um, I got a variety. People were telling me to go and buy house plants, and I was like, oh, I know. Okay. And I finally caved, and I went to get some. And honestly, it's an, it's, I'm addicted. They're so much fun to look after. I just can't leave them alone. Everyone's like, Ben, just can't, just can't keep watering them because they're going to die. I'm like, it's so nice to have them. Um, also, I'm stuck at home in my uni flat. With nothing to do and now I've got some friends <laughs> so there we go it's my yeah <laughs> it's my peak getting my getting my house plants um and my pit of the week it's difficult because it has been quite a good week but I I have been quite tired I've been working very very hard and eventually if you work hard and you work hard and you spend all day working you eventually just hit a bit of a block and I did uh, a couple of days ago, I just worked so hard, and I ended the day, and I was just so down. And it was just like one of those days where you just finish it and you're exhausted. And I went to bed, and I couldn't sleep. I barely slept at all all night, and it was just I woke up the next day and I was exhausted, and I still had loads of work to do. Um, so that just general exhaustion. But then the sun came out, and it all and it all went away. <laughs> but no, it was it's just exhausting sometimes. And just lying there, and you're like, I've got so many deadlines, I've got so much to do, and I. I can barely keep my eyes open anymore. I've got a plant and I did feed it, like just watered it and watered it and watered it. So you had to water it every day. And then I was like, yeah. why is my plant dying? I'm giving it so much attention. <laughs> like devastated. So now I know that it just gets it once a week. And mm, this my, I've got a night, yeah. I've got an app that's, that like reminds me when it's meant to be watered. When I bought one of these things as well, these um spray bottles. Oh, so you go there every morning, I do my little spray. Give them a plant a little bit of spray. Apparently, it like increases humidity or something. I don't know, but it gives me something to do, doesn't it? Some people have dogs, some people have cats, and I've got 
five plants. <laughs> I like it. Wow. We've been having a look at your Instagram and you are such a huge advocate for mental health. Like, I just, I'm so interested to know what's led you to be so passionate about mental health. Yeah. So, I mean, firstly, three years ago, I, <laughs> the fact that I'm in this position now, it would have been quite laughable. I had no idea what mental health was. I had absolutely no idea. I'd never really come across it before. And then in September 2017, my brother was diagnosed with depression. And like, again, I had no idea what that meant. To me, he was, my mum told me he had depression. And I was like, no, why can't you just put on a happy song? Why can't you just go for a run? Why don't you go and see friends and just be happy again? You know, um, and I had very little understanding of, of, of what it could do. And unfortunately did do. Um, and in January 2018, Sam took his own life and died. And for me, that, well, for everyone involved, that was a huge shock, but particularly for me, because I just did not know that this was even something that could end like this. I really didn't have an appreciation for it. And um, what was incredible, actually, in quite a nasty way, was, you know, when something like this happens to you, Everyone reaches out. They're like, oh, I hope you're okay, Ben. Let me know if you need anything. We had we had people bringing truckloads of food to our house. <laughs> our fridge was like bursting at the seams because there was so much food in it. And we had so many flowers. I remember coming home from a walk, I think, and, and my mum was like, we look like a florist. We look like we should be selling these flowers. Just everywhere, which was lovely. But, but you know, you expect that to happen. What I didn't expect to happen was hundreds hundreds of people that I knew um, were telling me their own stories and within weeks I quickly realized that almost everyone I knew had some sort of story to tell around mental health whether they were affected themselves whether they knew someone that was affected themselves and two people that I knew for most of my life told me that they'd attempted suicide and had never told anyone and I just remember thinking firstly how sad it is how sad is it that they don't feel comfortable talking about this what, what are life-changing things that are happening to them? They don't feel comfortable talking about it. And, and secondly, what, did, what more could I have done to let them feel more comfortable talking to me about this? And how could I possibly have not known my whole life that they were struggling with it? And likewise, with, with what happened to my brother, how could I not have known that that was going to happen? And so, so following what happened there and following that sort of learning curve of the, like that, those few weeks, I really just went, I've got to do something. I've got to do something. And it, it, to be honest with you, it started when we were doing the sort of, I like to call it the ceremonial sadness that everyone does. We have to go through the period of sadness and you have to do the certain thing. You have to do the funeral, you have to do the memorial, which is obviously lovely, but it is very ceremonial. And, and it's a bit of a, yeah, it's not, not necessarily something you want to do at the time because you just kind of want to be on your own. Um, and I remember using that and some of the, you know, I'd go up and I'd do a sort of speech or I'd say something and, and I started to talk about mental health. And I started to talk about what we were going to do. And, and very quickly, I realized that people were listening to what I was saying in terms of the mental health thing. And I just wanted to keep that going. So I texted my friends and I was like, does anyone want to do a walk? Does anyone want to raise some money for charity? Um, and basically, the rest is history. We did a walk in, in the end of the year, got a letter from the prime minister, and then decided that we were going to campaign for change in the way that teachers are trained. Um, and then whoo, the snowball snowballs down the mountain. And now we're sitting on 300,000 signatures in that teacher training petition. Got another petition with almost 40,000 signatures. You know, the prime minister personally exp um, 
personally backed our our petition for teach training. Um, uh, it's just been a, it's been I tell you what it's been the most surreal three years. It's been it's been absolutely incredible. Um, it is a shame, obviously, that it started with such a horrible thing to have to go through, but it's really lovely that we've been able to create something so positive out of it. Um, and for me, that that really is sort of my coping mechanism, really, with with what I'm still going through, that trauma and grief from that night. Well, you've turned something tragic into something incredible. So props to you for that, because I didn't know that. I just literally thought like you were passionate about mental health from your Instagram. And so it's it's blown my mind. I think even taking things for like the petitions and stuff like that, it's it's going beyond just talking about it. It's changing the way that we work and the way that we should do things. And I do think teacher training is definitely yeah. important. It's massive because there's so many things like now teachers used to say to me, or like my classmates, and you'd just be like, now you would never get away with that. Whereas back then it was, wasn't was a thing. It's like what you just said. You didn't know what depression was. You'd, I didn't. You're just like, all right, yeah. This is it, yeah. You're exactly right. There's and, such and, a stigma. Yeah, so much. And in schools as well, you know, the number of teachers that, and this is not, you know, I'm not not trying to go against teachers here. I think they're, they do an incredible job, oh, right? They yeah. do a fantastic job. And, they're just not trained and they're not given the information and and if you're not given the information then you can't possibly do that job and I think a lot of the time in schools and I remember casting my mind back to school some of the kids that were getting told off and put in detention and suspended didn't actually need punishment they needed someone to be like what's going on let's sit down and have a chat and unfortunately we're we're creating this idea that a misbehaving child is a bad child but actually in almost all cases it's not a bad child it's a child that desperately needs someone to talk to and I think actually, if we start training teachers and giving schools the equipment to actually help those children, then we'd see, I mean, it'd be better, it'd be so much better. And also 200, 200 school children die every year from suicide, 200, that's almost once a day, one every two days. It, it's just, what can we do more to, to help that? And, and for me, listening to those stories, hearing those people talk, seeing that there was something that needed to change. And then obviously with my experience, it was just, I couldn't possibly sit here and just, and just not do anything um i mean like i always say you know it's people always say oh, it's amazing how you've turned it into such a positive i'm like honestly if you were me and you had the conversations i've had with people and you've learned what goes on behind the scenes you couldn't you wouldn't be human if you didn't want to do something i mean i spoke to a, a woman a mother whose 11 year old son was at school and his friend died had a had a chronic illness and died at 11 and um, this 11-year-old became suicidal at school and tried to kill himself at school. And the school suspended him for scaring other students. And I just think you can't, no, no one can hear that story and not feel like some sort of fire to do something about that. Because, But the th this is happening all over the place. We're totally misunderstanding mental health within schools and, and punishing kids that really just need help. It's definitely so important for the teachers that are training systems the feel confident to tell teachers yeah. what going, what's going on and um, what would your be advice be for anyone that is struggling I you know I haven't I haven't struggled with a mental health condition uh, not not on paper not diagnosed with one and so for me to say oh talk about mental health I think is a little bit um well it's quite easy for me to say that what I will say is it's one of the hardest things you can possibly do is talking about it and I don't think people give enough respect to that um talking about it is so 
so hard. Even my sort of trivial issues, my day to day, I find it hard. Even me, when I talk about this every day, I find I still find it hard to talk about it to, to certain people. So, you know, what I'd say to people that are struggling is it is important to talk, but know that it is one of the hardest things in the world to do. Um, and so take your time and think about it. And actually, I've got a um, I've got a, a good little tip for people that do want to have that conversation. It's called um, cup of tea, one, two, three. Um, and, and so if you want to get someone to talk about your mental health, make a cup of tea and in your head count to one, two, three and then just say it. And it's the easiest way because once those words leave your mouth, the ball starts rolling. Cup of tea, one, two, three. And also, if you're holding a cup of tea and you've got something to do, it relaxes you. It makes the environment more comfortable. The cup of tea, one, two, three. And also, if you do want to talk about your mental health, if you do want to have that breakthrough moment, then practice it. And it's going to sound weird, but if you talk to the mirror and you actually pretend like you're talking to someone and you pretend how, and you imagine how that conversation is going to go and you practice that conversation, when it comes to actually sitting down to talk to someone, you've been there before and it seems not less daunting but it's, you know what you're going to say and it just feels more approachable to that conversation. But what I would say is, my goodness, is it a hard conversation to have and anyone that can have that conversation and, and actually admit to, to what's going on, my hat comes off to them because, you know, we, we say a lot about mental health and we, the, the stigma is that people that are suffering with their mental health is, are weak. And I mean, anyone that can have that conversation is the epitome of strong. Uh, and so my hat comes off to anyone that has has the guts and the and the and the courage to actually have that conversation. They're incredible people. Yeah, I do think I think having that conversation, it's like replaying things in your mind over and over again. That can send you into an absolute yeah. spiral because like, I'm the same as you. I've never suffered with a mental health condition or anything like that. But I know that if I've I've got to give bad news or oh I've done something stupid and I need to tell someone I'm like oh no I've got to do this mm. now and you over overplay it in your head and that can send you even into a worse state than what you was before and I, I do want to say though I guarantee that speaking out and having that conversation you will feel 10 times better just having that I really like the cup of tea one two three idea mm. I love it's it. just literally having the guts to go just blurt it, blurt it out. Yeah, just say it, it dead quick and then just sit there and be like, right, done it. <laughs> that's similar mm. to what I did because I suffer from depression. I've done since being young. But my, I told my best friend when, when I did that in documentary, Jazz. My did you? Sister, literally, that's the first time I told people. So wow. I made a documentary and I was like, probably about 27, then 28. And then she just found out then. So I, just, I felt it's so difficult having that conversation. But now doing the podcast and stuff, it's so much easier to talk about it. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a difficult conversation to have when you, when you are a sufferer, definitely. Also, for a lot of people, they don't really understand what's going on themselves. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they might be feeling down, but how can you possibly tell someone else what's going on when you don't really know what's going on yourself? And so actually, you know, it, it's, not, it's not as straightforward as some people make out that you're just going to sit down and be like, well, this is what's happening. Because actually, for a number of people, have got no idea what's happening. They have no idea what's happening. And some people don't really even know that it's, that it's a problem, that it's actually affecting them until, until they take a step back and go, actually maybe I should talk about this but yeah it's a very confusing thing to have to have to deal with 100% well I um I really like your Instagram I think people can go to Instagram for inspiration I did find it very inspiring and we can follow your plant journey now yes yes oh there'll be plenty of that don't you worry don't worry <laughs> as long I'm as they excited. survive i know <laughs> they've only had them a week so let's let's just wait a little bit faith. longer <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, where can everyone find you 
Oh, they can find me everywhere. I'm a bit like a bit of a rash on online. Um, I'm Instagram at I am Ben West, Twitter at I am Ben West, TikTok. Um, I can't believe I'm on there, but I'm also at I am Ben West. Um, Facebook on there. Anywhere, anywhere you fancy. I'm I'm somewhere to be found. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks so much, Ben. Thanks for joining us. Lovely speaking to you both. It's been great. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on Mental Health Awareness Week. If you haven't already, then please do get yourself to our Instagram page at the peak in the pit underscore podcast, where you'll find we've got a lovely little giveaway. What have we got, Kat? We've got a meal and drink at Red's True Barbecue and also a meal and drink at Impossible Manchester. We've also got free cocktails at Smoking Mirrors. <gasps> Can we win the giveaway? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> And do join us tomorrow where we'll speak to another amazing guest with another incredible story. If you have found something we've spoken about to be triggering, then there is a 24-7 mental health tech support line in the UK. All you need to do is text SHOUT to 85258 and someone will be on hand to help you talk it through. I think that is exactly what we need to do. Sometimes you've just got to talk it through, haven't you, Kat? Yeah, you do. Absolutely. Um, so do make sure that if you are struggling at the moment, reach out to someone or reach out to some of the services that you've mentioned. Yeah, there are some incredible services and you will find a list of them. And I think one of our first ever Instagram posts, we listed all the services in the UK. So do just go and check them out if you feel that you need to speak to someone. Join us tomorrow, guys. Yes, yeah, so make sure you tune in tomorrow to find out who we're speaking to next.